Greetings, fellow Federationists. Today is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. This is Presidential Release 531, live from Louisville, Kentucky. That's right, at the Hyatt Regency, downtown Louisville, uh, near uh, 4th Street Live and uh, all the amenities of Louisville. We've had a number of national conventions not too far from here. So it's great to be back together and great to have a, a live audience here in Louisville to kick off Blind Equality Achievement Month. So thank you to our Louisville chapter, to our Kentucky affiliate, to our affiliate president and other leaders who are here to host this presidential release live to kick off this very special month when we are having a focused time to raise awareness about the capacity of blind people. And I would like to remind everybody that you can go to nfb.org slash blind dash month to check out the uh, updates and uh, send in events that your chapter might be hosting for this year's Blind Equality Achievement Month. And it's never too late to share those events with us at the national office. There is a lot going on as we get into the last quarter of 2023. And uh, one of the topics, of course, is a recent rise again in COVID across the country. And you may have noticed that the White House recently announced that it was again making at-home COVID tests available to Americans to reorder. People are now able to place an order for free at-home COVID tests. Each household can place one order, which uh, will get you 12 tests. Now, as federationists will know, we did substantial work the first time around that the government did this to get them to fix it. And I have to say, uh, this time they got it right from the beginning. So it does show you that what we do does work. So we have checked with the, uh, the the folks in the government, and you can now get accessible tests from the government through this program. They are making the uh, Illum accessible test available, and you can order them via the online system or uh, over the telephone. You will need to go through the uh, specific channels to get accessible tests, believe it or not. Apparently, some people wanted the accessible tests who didn't necessarily need them. So the government, uh, to their credit, has taken extra steps to make sure that these tests really go to the people that need to use these specific tests the most. So if you want to order your tests online, and uh, I know many people already have, uh, I know because the Riccobonos have ordered theirs for at home. You go to acl.gov slash accessible tests. That's plural, accessible tests. acl.gov slash accessible tests. You can also order them by phone by calling 1-800-232-0233. And you'll want to select the language that you want to be prompted in. And then once you do that, you'll want to select item number eight for the accessible tests. Again, if you don't select item number eight, you will get an inaccessible test. So make sure you go through that specific channel 
There is assistance available for both placing orders and help understanding how to administer the test by calling 888-677-1199. And through this, you can uh, get other information as well. This dial hotline, they call it. It's a disability access hotline run by ACL is available Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern time. We in the National Federation of the Blind have a long valued building leadership and we continue to look for new ways to, to build leaders. I talked on last month's release about it being the 50th anniversary of the first uh, presidential leadership seminar, which was held in the fall of 1973. And this month, we're coming upon the 25th anniversary of the passing of Kenneth Jernigan, who was our second great president and who started the presidential leadership seminar and has uh, did so much to uh, make sure that our organization stayed focused on investing in new leaders. Well, we thought that it would be a, a good thing to reinvest in leadership by sponsoring this year a new program, which is the Kenneth Jernigan Leadership in Service program. And this past weekend, we had our first class of 15 individuals who are part of our inaugural class. And I just wanted to call them out on this presidential release. We're really honored to have the opportunity to work with them all year on leadership. And the class includes Susan Bellamer of Vermont, Heather Bird of New York, Christopher Bove of Rhode Island, Felicia Bradford of Michigan, Janice Bright of South Carolina, Jenny Carmack of Missouri, Jean Kim of California, Hunter Keister from Wisconsin, Stacy Leap from Pennsylvania, Carly Mullen from Maryland, Juhi Narula from Maryland, Aleda Santos from Puerto Rico, Camille Tate from Florida, Liz Wise Carver from Texas, and Becky Young of Iowa. You uh, certainly will uh, be hearing more from these individuals as you um, come across them in various Federation events, and we will definitely be celebrating them at the National Convention when we come to the end of their program. One of the things that these 15 individuals are doing is to help shape what the future uh, program imp implementation looks like. So I'm pleased to report that leadership development continues to be alive and well, and I can't think of anything better to celebrate the legacy of, of Kenneth Jernigan than continuing to invest in new leaders in the organization. Now, leadership happens in many ways, though. And one of those happens to be our commitment to educators. And two weekends ago, we had 14 of our Teacher of Tomorrow participants for the 2023-24 school year. 
We have educators from Alabama, Alaska, Florida, Louisiana, New York, Ohio, Texas, Utah, Virginia, and Washington State participating. These are all teachers working with blind students who are early in their career, and we're giving them a positive understanding of blindness through real engagement with blind people through this intensive program. So if that's one of your affiliates, please make sure you you, uh, meet these teachers and uh, get to know them and bring them into the organized blind movement. Now, we are in the last quarter of the year, and that is a very significant time for the Federation in terms of fundraising. And so to kick off our end of the year fundraising efforts, I'd like to introduce the support from this year's matching campaign partner with this video. Hi, everyone. My name is Peter Tusick, the Director of Strategic Partnerships at Humanware. And today we're going to be looking at the Monarch device, which is a dynamic tactile device made in partnership with National Federation of the Blind, Humanware, and the American Printing House for the Blind. The Monarch is a first of its kind device that will show 10 lines of refreshable braille, 32 characters per line, and can also show tactile graphics on the same array. All right, everybody, I have $5 for Mr. Dan O'Rourke. Now, Dan, you are gonna be checking this device out for the first time. I want you to yeah. feel what's on screen, what's on our array here. Tell me what you think this picture is, this tactile graphic. I am gonna say, after feeling it, that it is a bicycle. He is correct, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Now, the question is, Dan, would you like the $5 or would you like to double it for the next person? I'm gonna say, Double it for the next person. Double it it is. All right, thanks so much, Dan. We have contestant number two, Sarah. And Sarah, what I'm gonna have you do is put your hands on the Monarch Array, and you're going to feel a tactile graphic, and I wanna know if you can tell what it is for $10. It's two hockey sticks. Sarah, you are correct, but would you like to take the $10, or would you like to double it for the next person? I want to double it. That's what I'm talking about. All right, thanks, Sarah. Time for contestant number three. We've doubled, we're at 20 US dollars. Now, Ellen is with us, and Ellen, I'm gonna ask you what's on the array of the monitor here. So if you put your hands on for $20, do you know what this tactile graphic is? Yes. What is it? Double dollar signs. Double dollar signs is correct. Now, the real question is, do you want the $20, Ellen, or do you want to double it? I want to double it. That's what I'm talking about. And the doubling will continue. Humanware is excited to also double more with the National Federation of the Blind. Starting this October, every dollar donated will be matched up to $50,000. It's truly because of our partners, our supporters, that we're able to help blind people across the country live the lives they want. By paying it forward, making a contribution to the National Federation of the Blind and having your contribution doubled, let's go build the National Federation of the Blind. Double your dollars today. Give at nfb.org slash donate. Call 410-659-9314, extension 2430, or send a check to National Federation of the Blind, 200 East Wells Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21230. 
Thank you for your support. So first and foremost, thank you to HumanWare, uh, even with Peter's shameless plug for the Monarch device, which we continue to work on. And in fact, I'm here at the uh, in Louisville for the American Printing House for the Blind uh, Conference annual meeting. Well, I'll be giving a keynote address later this week. But that innovation that we're helping to, to steer really is um, truly powerful. What's more powerful than that even is HumanWare's continued work to make sure that we can continue to do work together by making sure that the Federation has the financial resources it needs to drive our advocacy and community building agenda. And so HumanWare has made a $50,000 gift available to us if we can match that with other contributions. Now, I know Federationists might be thinking, oh, I've already given what I can, but look, you know a lot of people, and the end of the year is a very important time for giving. Help spread the word about this. You will see emails, find emails about it. You will get alerts about it in social media. Share it with your networks and let them know how powerful it is if they choose to make a contribution, they're choosing to double it. And that's really powerful. And it speaks to the work that we're doing, not just as blind people across the country, with, but with great partners like HumanWare and others to um, drive real meaningful change for blind people. Now, HumanWare, I do have to say, has been a longtime partner of ours, and they're really a longtime leader in the blindness technology field. They have innovated literally dozens of products. And what's really important is they take very seriously taking feedback and diving deep with blind consumers to make sure that their products really do what we want them to do. And so I encourage all of us to spread the word about this important end of the year giving opportunity for us. There are three ways to give. You all probably already know them, but you can encourage people to give online, nfb.org slash donate. Individuals can mail a check to our national office at 200 East Wells Street at Jernigan Place, Baltimore, Maryland, 21230. Or we can also take contributions by phone using a credit card by calling 410-659-9314 and dialing extension 2430. Let's find innovative ways to promote this giving opportunity during this Blind Equality Achievement Month. Now, the giving is important because it enables us to do a lot of powerful things. And we've been working on those powerful things in the month of September. And I'm really happy on this release to announce that on Thursday, September 28th, the websites and software applications accessibility act was introduced in both the house and Senate. It's amazing, right? Now you know why the government funding was so delayed, because they had to get the website bill dropped first. But we are truly excited about this. In the Senate, the bill was sponsored by our longtime supporter, Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois. 
Let's see. It's also sponsored by original sponsors, uh, Elizabeth Warren and uh, Ed Markey of Massachusetts. So congratulations to Massachusetts on getting a double there. They were both original co-sponsors. The Senate bill number is S2984. In the House, the bill was sponsored by Representative John Sarbanes of Maryland with Representative Pete Sessions of Texas as an original co-sponsor. And I know Federationists uh, appreciate anytime we can, like in this case, have a bipartisan introduction to the bill, it makes a great difference. So we're really happy for that in the House. The House bill number is H.R. 5813. This is a good, good excuse for you to email your members of Congress, get on the phone with them, try to get a meeting, get their attention and let them know. We've talked to them about a bill before, but the bills are now introduced. We have bills that they can now co-sponsor. So now's the time to prove up, sign up, get on board. So Please push this bill. It's an important time to do it, and we need the momentum. And one reason we need the momentum is we're not confident that other means of getting access through the government are going to happen. Uh, In August, the Department of Justice published a notice of proposed rulemaking related to regulations for the Americans with Disabilities Act as it relates to Title II of the ADA, specifically around website and mobile applications. We put a team together of staff and members and partners of ours and spent literally weeks pouring through the 200 pages of the NPRM and uh, literally dozens of questions that needed We're seeking answers in the NPRM. We submitted our comprehensive remarks on the NPRM, and they are published at our website, nfb.org. We submitted our comments on September 19th with the hope that members and others would note what we had said and help to amplify the message. I know many have already. That window is closed now. But we appreciate all those that were able to submit comments. In short, and you should look at the NPRM comments if you get a chance, but the shorthand version is it's extremely disappointing. We've waited over a decade for the Department of Justice to propose regulations. And instead of strengthening, in fact, the idea that was advanced in the NPRM was to add seven new exceptions to the Americans with Disabilities Act. It may come as no surprise that the position of the National Federation of the Blind is to absolutely 100% reject all seven proposed new exceptions. Not in 2023, it's not needed. We have a good law in place that already allows two very notable exceptions. And keep in mind, these seven exceptions were offered to government websites. 
Imagine what might be offered to corporate America in the future. We cannot have this stand. So I'm going to let you know that uh, although that message is a little bit disappointing, stay tuned. We're going to keep the pressure on and we're thinking about doing some other things because in the next 90 days plus, the Department of Justice will be sorting through uh, all this and with the hope of putting out a a final rule uh, sometime late next year before the end of the uh, administration, which is kind of their timeline. We're going to let them know in in every way that we can find beyond our comments that blind Americans are concerned about this. So we will need to call on you to come out to do various activities, send letters. We're, We're working on our strategy, but just be ready because we cannot settle for more exceptions to our civil rights, especially when it comes to access to the digital age. I do have some Federation family notes uh, for you to come to the end of this release. And the first comes from Indiana, where we learned of the passing of longtime Federation member Gary Seaborn on September 2nd, 2023 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Gary was an entrepreneur in our blind uh, enterprise program there in Indiana and was a passionate member of the local chapter. Also from Missouri, uh, Sheila Wright reports the passing of Sharon Fleeman on September 11, uh, September 12, just four days after her 72nd birthday. Sharon was the wife of Jean Fleeman, um, longtime active member of our Missouri affiliate. I urge you to keep these two federationists, uh, their friends and family, in your thoughts and prayers. All right, Pam, I think it's back to you. Thank you for being with us tonight. You can contact President Riccobono at 410-659. 9314 or via email at office of the president at nfb.org. Please join President Riccobono on November 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern for our next presidential release. Thanks so much, and I'll turn it back to you, President Riccobono. I think that's what I have for this uh, October presidential release. It is uh, going to be an exciting month of activities. For Blind Equality Achievement Month, many affiliate conventions, a number of exciting things going on. I'm looking forward to going to the Greater Baltimore Chapter Water Distribution at the Running Festival in uh, Baltimore. So I know a lot of other chapters wish I could be there to, to participate in your fun and interesting events. We do have a busy end of the year ahead, so I will leave it with all of you and say that I appreciate what you're doing to spread the awareness of the capacity of blind people every day. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind. Hello, Oriana. Do you have jokes for us? Yep. What are they? Why did the vampire like baseball? Because uh, he's a brewer and an Oriole fan, and it's the playoff season? No. Oh, really? Every night he got to turn into a bat. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Yep. What? What's a ghost's favorite pasta? Uh, 
I don't know. Spooketty. Spooketty. Hi, Elizabeth. <laughs> Hello. Do you have a joke, too? Sure. What? What do you call a monster who picks its nose? Disgusting? The boogeyman. Oh! <laughs> I have one more joke for you. You do? What's a witch's favorite baseball team? I don't know. The Brewers. Oh, finally! A Brewers fan! The preceding message was brought to you by Mark Riccobono, President, National Federation of the Blind. 410-659-9314. Office of the President at nfb.org. Follow President Riccobono on Mastodon. Just search for at president at nfb.social. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind.